Welcome to episode 11 of Learning with Young Leaders. We release a new episode every Wednesday to learn from young leaders who share their stories and experiences for you to bring your life to the next level. Listen in to hear how many of these guests discover their passion and drive in life that allows them to do well at what they love best. In this episode, we have Daryl, founder of Calibrating Your Inner GPS. Daryl shared how he found purpose in his life, how all of us can find our own story and message, as well as some resources for you to get started today. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for the latest episodes and support us by sharing this with whoever would benefit from it. If you wish to connect with like-minded individuals, do join our LinkedIn group as well. Now, let's find out how to lead a purposeful life with Daryl. Hi Daryl, welcome to the podcast. Really excited to speak to you today and learn from all your experiences. Definitely, definitely. I'm, I'm very humbled to be here as well. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, I mean, I was speaking to Darius just the other day and he was recommending that I speak to you. So, yeah, you, you have quite an interesting background. So, why don't you share a bit more about yourself and how you got on this like whole self-improvement journey and everything? Right, awesome. I guess it has to start from my 18-year-old days, right, where I was still busy clubbing, partying. And <laughs> okay. Faithful day, a faithful night, roughly, my dad said that he, he dropped a very deep and heavy bomb on me, saying that like our family had down had to downsize our lifestyle. From a condo with three cars, uh, we had to live in a rental HDB. And he came home watching me playing games and he just asked me, you know, son, apart from playing games, chasing girls and going clubbing, bloody hell, what the hell are you good at? And that message just hit me damn hard. Uh, that was my changing point. And that was, uh, I, I clubbed from 18 to 20 years So you know, that two years was a mess. It was 20 years old, I started changing. I attended more workshops, seminars by Success Resources as well. Are you familiar with that? Sorry, Success Resources? Yes. No, I also, haven't heard of that. So, so they conduct local and abroad overseas events. Okay. People, I would say, double down on their personal development. So that was where I started like enrolling in these kind of programs. And ever since then, I guess I was exposed to sales as well. That was how I started my uh, journey in sales as a, in the tech startup space. But long story short, I wasn't very keen in that. I was constantly asking myself, what's happiness? No doubt I was making good money in the industry. Uh, but I, I really go home and I ask my mom, you know, like, mommy, what makes me happy? So she said, I don't know how to help you, but I can tell you what makes me happy. So after that, she said, when I see my three kids, you know, so happy, uh, you're, you're growing well, that makes me happy. So I was like, but I got no kids, no. So how is that applicable to me? And I, and I really started embarking on this uh, pursuit of happiness kind of thing until I chanced upon this one book. What they said was these two things, right? Happiness, there's two types. Number one is finding a purpose, finding a short-term goal. That's the first type. Second, right, is short-term pleasure, which is what we are doing very well. Most people eat, sleep, shelter, sex, games, right, chocolate, ice cream. We can do that very well. But with regards to the long-term purpose part, I don't think, you know, we, we can proudly say that, yeah, we got that checked. Mm. So that was where I really started uh, digging really deep within myself. And I said, hey, what's my purpose? Really, what's my purpose? And that's where uh, I started documenting my journey online as well. That's the Instagram page that you saw. 
And along the way, I received a very nice, very encouraging feedback from people saying that how I impacted them, changed their life a little bit. I agreed to meet one of them, one of my followers. Okay. And it was a Friday night. He told me this, right? He said, uh, Daryl, can you meet me for one hour? All I need is just one hour. And I'm, I want to understand how did you become who you are today? Going, knowing that you, you went back to where you were clubbing and partying. So I shared him with my story. When I first met him, he came out with a ring file. The one that, you know, primary school, secondary school, the current mm. ring file. Yes. He used the current ring file to document his own growth. I was blown. First thing I asked is, why would you do that? Then he, he started telling me that uh, he lost his dad when he was five. His mom single-handedly raised him and his brother up. And he wants to retire his mom very badly. I tell you, when he told me that, my heart melted. I just asked, uh, I just asked can I give you a hug? And I made him a very bold promise. I said, I don't know what kind of capability or capacity I have to help you achieve that dream, but I will. And I uh, parted ways with him. I teared in the cab. So that's where I asked myself tough questions like, Daryl, why the hell did you cry for a stranger? Then the answer came to my head. Because how I wish someone like that came to me when I had the, when my family had downfall. Mm. I wish someone that I needed when I was younger. So that, that was... That was just a random follower on your account that reached out to you. Exactly. Random. But that event changed my entire life. So that's why I set this goal to impact a thousand youth to live life purposefully. Not just chasing money, but really know why, what's behind the money. For him, it's money, for sure. But it's because he want to retire his mom. Because he know the pain that his mom has, got, has gone through. So that is what I've been doing for the last, mm, last eight months. Yes. Okay. So, so going back to when you first started, so it was just that event when your dad sort of tracked off this thought in your mind that, you know, you have to start changing for the better. Otherwise, you, you're just this lost soul, just going clubbing, going, just doing things that you wouldn't know what you'd be doing in the future. Am I right? You're right. Okay, so from there, then you started to go for all the like sales. sales. So you started to find yourself in, in some ways. Correct, right? Because the thing is, okay, here's an interesting fact. My dad gave me a clue. He said, other than playing games, chasing girls, right? What the hell are you good at? So I assume he agreed that I'm good at chasing girls. <laughs> so I'm the salesman and I'm the product. So I was thinking, what if I can extract this element and put it into somewhere, you know, more useful? That was how I came up with this uh, idea that maybe I'm good at sales. Okay, so how long after you started that journey did you meet the guy that changed your life? Uh, that was approximately in two years. So it means that I met him at 23 years old. Okay. So right now I'm 25. I, I was 20, 21. I started this journey. Two, three years later, I met him. Yes. Okay, so could you go a bit more specific into what you were doing in those like one or two years where you were finding yourself and like how that whole process came about? Okay, that whole process was me just being busy earning money first. I just want to prove a point. And after now looking back, I can understand what I was doing, right? I, to be, can I be vulnerable here? Yeah, right. Sure. Okay, so what I realized after looking back is that I was busy making money as a salesman. I was selling my integrity, compromising it as well. I can sell a restaurant solution to a restaurant that's closing down. Can you imagine that? That's how unethical I was. But I was making good money. And I actually asked myself, why the hell am I making so much money for? To prove to my father that I can be better. 
okay. proved to my because he was the one who caused us down. I want to be the one to bring them up. So that's a stupid, that's a stupid uh, thought in my head, right? That's echoing this. But was I truly happy? Not at all. And that was the big, big wake up call. And that's when I started asking mom, mommy wants happiness. How okay. come I cannot be happy? That, that is the backstory then. Okay. Yeah. So then after you found out what, what made you happy and what made you happy was how you found out from when you met that guy that you would like to coach people and impact people's lives. You are right. So I had the first taste of giving him all my knowledge and sharing and I saw how he was deeply uh, touched by that. And I, I was like, it's like drugs. Like it's like hooked. I'm hooked onto that, the feeling of appreciation and someone actually appreciate my story, my, my, my empathy and, and all the strengths that I see in myself. Someone else can see that as well. So I was asking myself, how can I replicate this? And yep. that, that's when you truly knew that you found what you wanted to do. Correct. You're right. Okay, so and, how, how, did, how did you help the person following the episode? Okay, so moving forward, I taught him sales. I taught him some uh, mindset stuff that I, I've gone through myself, right? How from scarcity mindset initiative to abundance mindset. So whatever that I have been using well for myself, I just share generously. So I, I didn't charge him a single cent for coaching or whatever. Uh, right now, I pass him on to my mentors. So I have investing mentors, I have personal development mentors. So I just encourage him to go ahead uh, learn from them, learn from the best. And no doubt, right now, he's not under my wing. He's under my mentors, but I'm still watching him, hoping that he will achieve his dream. So that's what I, I'm doing for him right now. I see. Yeah. So how, how does that mentor thing work? So you have a set of mentors that uh, look after you and other people as well? Okay. So personally, I pay for mentorship. So I have like investing mentor, value investing, which is a uh, shout out to Growth Investing Mastery. <laughs> So it's, it's an institute, it's, it's, a, it's a company, right? So these people are people that I personally cherish because we, we believe the same thing. Yeah, personally, I believe that money should be kept on investment and, and also your income. There's no point in compounding money if your income not growing, right? So business mentorship is for me to grow my income. Value investing is for me to compound that. Okay. So that's my philosophy and I will share that with my students. Make sense? Yeah. yeah. And uh, like... In terms of like mindset coaching and things like that, uh, that's where I'll go for Tony Robbins events. And I also encourage my students to go for Tony Robbins. So whatever that I apply for myself and work, my students will go through the same thing. That's what I do. Okay, so why don't you bring us through a bit more of how you've been, how has this whole like coaching journey been like? And what do you usually do for them? I, I, I love the question actually because uh, I didn't set out wanting to be a coach. You see, mm. the irony is that I, don't, I didn't come from a psychology background or I'm not a therapist or psychiatrist. So people were like, hey, so who are you? Are you qualified to teach? I was, I was swamped by that self-doubt for a long period of time. Can you imagine right now my program, the current price is at 697 for a six days challenge. I used to charge that for $20. Mm. That was self-doubt. So the journey has not been easy, but it's certainly worth it when I see the transformation in my students how some of them are very not expressive in terms of articulating love to the family members, making a 180 degree shift to telling mom, mom, how can I love you better? I think that was the thing that changed the entire game for me. I know that hey, I'm in this for a long run. I'm not doing for money because I provide 100% money back guarantee. You don't like after six days, I give you back. So I know I will never go back to my scammy, scammy salesman days. Yeah. So what is um, 
included in these six days, right, is basically the first five days, I'll bring you back to your past. Okay, there's actually five phases. Phase one, I'll bring you back to your past to identify what's holding you back, to more of like, uh, to create a compelling future and look at presently, what can you do about it? The second is my unique thing called the art of internalizing. It's a framework. We will dig so deep to find out why are you doing what you're doing? Like, for example, why am I on this call with you? Mm. Because I want to spread my message. So why do I want to spread my message? It's because I want to impact more people. Why do I want to impact more people, right? It's because how I wish they have this thing that I have so that they don't have to go through the pain. So why would I want to do that? It's because I want to be someone that I needed when I was younger. So how do I feel? I feel more powerful now. I feel more helpful now. I feel more useful now. Because last time me was helpless. So it's literally super clear here. I know why I do what I do. Right? And I and that's in day two. Right? Phase two. Phase three, right, is that all of us blind spots. For example, I don't know what I don't know. Hence, I pay for mentorship. So that they can tell me, Daryl, you have to move there. So that's what I do for my students. Day four, phase four, is basically uh, a new identity. Last time me, I would say that maybe... Uh, I mean, before that, right, my students would say that, oh, I used to be this, this, this. But after that, they have a new story. They have a new mission. They identified their own strengths, right? And the last stage, which is the most important, is actually taking actions. So phase one to phase four gives you the awareness. Phase, uh, last phase, right, that's where it requires you to take the action. So I often tell my students this, right? Two M, two A, and two Cs. Motivation and momentum. Awareness and action. Clarity and change. So for motivation, awareness, and clarity, I can give you that. My students must give me the momentum I'm looking for, the actions, and the change that I'm, I'm craving. I want good testimonies. So it's my part. I can give you that. Your part, you better do it. So that's why I qualify my students. Okay. So there was something interesting that I picked up earlier, which was about self-doubt, right? So how did that process come about? How do you overcome that self-doubt? That was, that was hell. That was damn challenging. So it was, I will say that the back story came because I was bluffing people. The scamming issue, remember? Okay. That has a big, big dark hole inside, uh, within myself. So which means that my personal integrity was compromised. It took a lot of uh, effort and time for me to rebuild it. So there was this period whereby I was building a sales team actually. Before me, wanting to coach people and yada yada, right? right? But there was a good six months of me teaching people sales for free. And when I say people, I'm referring to young youths. So the gentleman that I say I helped, right, he was part of these sales teams too, right, sales team as well. And every single Saturday, I will go to Dobby God Starbucks just to coach them from 12 to 6 p.m. without fail for six months. And until I realized that it was not sustainable, right, and I also identified why I didn't dare to charge them. I don't think I'm good enough. What if I charge them and I never deliver value? I'm, I'm bluffing them. And I also say things like, they maybe can get, get something better for the price they're paying me. So a lot of excuses that I come up for myself, you know. What change was this little framework I used? If I'm not wrong, it was from Dean Graziosis, this guy. So he said this, right, Daryl, list down all your limiting beliefs. So for me, I write, nobody learned from me. Right, nothing to learn from me. I got nothing to share. Then what else did I write? I, my bank account got zero, like I was negative, right? I was negative. So I'm not useful because my bank account is zero. So what I did next, right, was I debunked myself. Can you see the wall at the back? Yeah. The first thing I wrote down, right, is I've done a lot for my family because I'm contributing uh, rental and things like that right now. That's why my bank account is, is, is very low. Then the next thing I wrote was what? My net worth 
doesn't define my worth. Very powerful stuff. And the third one is people actually learn from me. So I don't listen to the inner voice, no. I'm listening to the facts and figures. People actually come from my classes. People actually learn from me. So I write it down. Then the next thing I wrote is I have a gift to share. I got my AOI. I got my unique stuff. I have a gift to share. So every single morning, I condition my mind. And it has been the last, I think at least 120 days or 180 days already. And it is, it is the best thing I've done for myself. Not blocking you. Is, program- is, is that sort of like the concept of visualization and and priming your mind to... You, to is, is that concept of priming, right? If I'm not wrong. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So these, these are daily affirmations. I hardly do visualizations. Usually before an event, like a webinar, right? Or like a, a, speak, a speech or an event, then I will do visualization. But usually it's this kind of priming that conditions my mind. That I cannot let any negative thoughts right, enter it so that you'll shake my business, shake myself up. I can't afford to do so. So that's why I'll protect myself. Okay. So along this yeah. same line, what are some other habits that you adopt to, to keep yourself in this sort of mindset? Right, I, love, I love this question as well. Uh, I'm dead extreme. Okay? For the audience listening to this, my wallpaper <laughs> is a photo right, of this thing called Kampukat. So basically, it's the view there. Right? So at the end of the day, I always uh, try to pro- surround my environment or, or craft my environment for success. My, my, my wall, you have a whiteboard indicating all the daily information stuff. My phone has these things saying, do you dare? Right? Everything I want to achieve, do you dare? Next thing, my arm has wristbands, right? Saying that I have a millionaire mind. It's from an event, financial event that uh, kind of like change your mindset with regards to money. So it's really all these little habits uh, that shape me to always remind me to be grounded. Hey, Daryl, right? right? Prime yourself for success. If you look at um, some hardcore stuff that I do, right, is that I can even imagine my future daughter's name. No, I've already created, not imagined. Her name is Kayla and my son is Kaden. So each time I'm not walking the talk, each time I'm letting myself down, I would put Kayla's voice into the picture. Kayla will say, Daddy, you're damn useless. And that's how hardcore it will be. No, okay. no bullshit. No bullshit. That, that's really interesting. So you actually visualize what? your life will sort of be like and, and how you can actually put yourself in a position where you can be accountable to, to all these people, right? So, it, so it's, a, it's a form of staying accountable to yourself. Yes. So in my class, I actually teach this thing called the fabricate your why. Okay? And the next thing is called the why stack. So what I meant by fabricate your why is that I don't have a daughter yet. But I know how it felt being a son craving for a dad, daddy's love. Because my dad is always a busy businessman, right? So I don't want my daughter to go through that. Hence, I've already created her name. I've already, I've already created her pain. I can imagine if I right now fail my business, Kayla will say, Daddy, you're useless. Daddy, you're not giving me what I deserve. You're not giving me the love and the time that I need. You shouldn't have me. I can feel the same pain that I felt when I was younger. Does that make sense? Yep. And that's how I fabricated a why from nothing, right? And then I do the why stack. For example, why am I having this call with you? Probably one is to, to give value to the, the audience. That's one. Two is because I just want to spread a message. Three, probably because Kayla, when she's older, she can watch this video as well. And now with all these so many whys, do I have to do it? It's a must. It's not a should. Yeah, I should. Okay. So, what, what do you think are some possible reasons why people don't go for more of this sort of stuff? You know, like, 
like the I don't know preconceptions of like oh I don't need to know why I I need to do all this sort of stuff. Do you face a lot of these questions? Hundred percent yes. So I guess uh probably two two main reasons. Number one is society because society prime everybody that you get a degree, you get to the big companies, you you're set set for life, right? That's one. Number two is definitely parenting. So what I meant by that is most parents, okay, they are not encouraging when, when you know like encouraging their youth to go for such workshops or such personal development stuff. They will most likely encourage them to get a degree, most likely ask them to get a skill set. But my question to these parents, right, is that do you even know your children enough to encourage what kind of skill set suit them? Or even uh, does you as an individual, do you know yourself so well? That you know what kind of careers you, what kind of relationships suit you, what kind of work, what kind of workplace suit you, what kind of skill sets suit you. Do you even know before you even embark that? So knowing yourself, self-discovery is level one. Just that nobody is so underrated. Nobody's talking about that. So everybody rush to level two, which is oh, I want to pick a skill, I want to pick a degree. Then they start realizing it's domino effect. Everything's falling off, please. Mm. Once I get my career built, then I go and find a girlfriend. But your career is wrong. Your girlfriend is wrong. Oh shit! Quarter life crisis. Yes, so that's why, how, how, why am I able to say that? It's because I've gone through that, right? I've gone through two toxic relationships to realize that, oh shit, I was getting girls from the club. It's unhealthy. It, it doesn't make sense. But instead, if I were to shape my environment, right? So it's the, it's the thing like, what kind of core values do you have? What kind of belief systems do you have? And naturally, you can attract people of the same kind. Companies of the same kind. Fighting the same mission as you. Everything is more aligned. Then you can have the true happiness and success that you're looking for. So, so in a sense, knowing yourself better will set yourself a very good foundation for which to build upon everything else. Like. Very well said. Very well said. So, what would you say to these people who, who are afraid to like take the, the step to find out more about themselves, self-discovery? I, I would say that firstly, look up to, do you have a friend that you look up to with regards to this kind of personal development? If yes, reach out to him or her and ask, hey, what got you started? When you hear someone that is close to you making such a big change, you will most likely trust and be inspired because uh, that was what worked for me, right? And the second thing was, the, the second thing probably they can do is come, come for my workshop. It's free of charge. I'm making a very bold commitment here. Every Sunday, 8 p.m., I host free workshop for youth, for young adults. It's free of charge. That is what I'm doing right now. Just to spread the message that, hey, this is very important. Okay, great. So, yeah, do you have anything else that you want to add that or you think would be very useful to youths around our age? I think based on my en- engagement and my conversation with all these youths, right, everyone, okay, if you're listening to this, right, everyone has wounds and wounds create wisdom. Another thing is your mess creates your message. Every one of us, me included, maybe Marcus yourself as well, we have past trauma, past wounds, doesn't mean that we're weak. Neither does it mean we are very strong, we're very brave. No, it just meant that there's something needed to be done before we go out there and, and, and do what we are meant to be doing. For example, I have a student. So since young, you know, she's always lonely, she's the only child, right? She has appreciation for painting, art, dance, and things like that, very artistic style. But she just don't want to share with people because she said that nobody listens anyway. See, it's all linked to her childhood. Because since young, she was the only child. Parents are too busy to care. 
she feels unheard. Now that she has a gift waiting to share with the world, but it's her own self-doubt that's holding her back. So if only, right, she's going to fix that, that, that issue with her parents, love her parents better, her parents love her, with that additional support, she can fly. So if you, listening to this, the viewer or the, or the audience, if you feel that something is holding you back, dig deeper, find out what is, what's your actual wound that you, are, that you are facing and confront it briefly. From there, I promise you, you can live life purposefully. Are there some basic resources that you advise people to check out? I mean, obviously your webinar is one form. Are there any other sort of like websites or like speakers that you turn to to look for this sort of stuff? Yeah, for sure. So my framework was actually inspired by Simon Sinek's Start With Why. Mm. Uh, in Brazil, this seven level of why, right? So, and also Steve Jobs connecting the, dot, connecting the dots backwards. Uh, I use SWOT analysis on my life as well. So these are a couple of things that, but of course, my art of internalizing is me just, you know, like fusing everything together. I dare, daringly say that it is the easiest to use. Apart from that, you can try 16 personality tests for you to know your MBTI type. You can try VIAORG. It's a characteristic test. So these are some free uh, resources that you can use to get a jump start in life to understand yourself on a deeper level. But then again, uh, answer should come from within. You should truly, truly take time to reflect, internalize yourself. I highly recommend you to come to my class. That is what I really, truly think that it will help you the most. Like. Yep. And I want to end, end off by saying this, right? Uh, if you don't internalize your experiences, life will throw you the same shit over and over again. What do you mean by internalizing? So, for example, if let's say I'm always dating girls who are toxic to me, and I never internalize, I, I never say like, oh, this lady here, maybe she's a drug abuser. Hey, my second girlfriend also a drug abuser. I didn't see patterns. I didn't know like what's good, what's bad. And I just foolishly fall in love with a third drug abuser. Then life will just keep giving me these kind of people. But if I notice that, oh, she's 18 years old. The other one is a 20 years old. Probably next, next one that I'm dead must be someone more mature. Or maybe I will just avoid drug abusers. So that is what I meant by you truly understand this incident. What can you gain from it? And not saying, not having the victim victim's mindset by saying, ah, why life give me this again? Mm. That's a very big difference. You truly need to internalize, understand what's going on. Then you can move on from there. Not just for relationship, same for career, same for your skill set, same for your strengths. Okay, so it's really about understanding what what is going on and why the reasons are for, for certain things that are going on, right? 100%. Yep, so I think I'll end off with this last question, which is what does success look like to you? Success to me is a school of life. I my vision is a is a lifetime vision. My vision is school of life, and I believe a lot of people are very passionate about this as well. As I've spoken to some, a place where we cover things that traditional school does not. For example, relationship. For example, parenting. Right, relationship in the sense that it's not just uh, the quick quick date kind of culture, but rather how can you know yourself, find the right the right. Uh, partner based on the values, based on the beliefs, based on your mission, your vision, things like that. Right? How to articulate, communicate, no mind games. And apart from that is how to find skill sets that split to your strengths, your self-worthiness, your self-confidence. These are very important segments, right? What is happiness? I think that is super underrated. 
Because everybody has different definition of happiness. But where is the school that they can go to? No. So my, my lifetime plan is that I want to build this. It could be online, it could be offline. That's okay. my success. Yeah. Awesome. I think it's been, it's been really nice. I think you definitely brought across many interesting points and I believe there are a lot more things that people can actually check out by going to your webinar. So I'll be including the links for people to check it out. And yeah, I'll definitely check it out myself and hopefully we can get to meet soon or I will meet you at one of your webinars. Thank you so oh, much good. for that time. Thank you for having me. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of Learning with Young Leaders. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit sakoniorigino.com slash podcast for more resources based on today's topic. That's sakoniorigino.com slash podcast. Until next time, stay curious, keep learning.